If you like TV, if you like cinema, listen to Seismic Cinema featuring Strachan. Paul, that was some amazing singing there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. You've been you've been working you've been working on that. Yeah, I've been working with the voice coaches and that because I thought I sounded a bit gruff in the previous podcast. Yeah, yeah, we thought we thought that too. We just didn't want to say anything. It was all it was all a joke. It was me. <laughs> oh, Strachan. That's funny because we started off the Harry Potter ranking by Strachan pretending to be Paul, and then we started that one off with Paul pretending to Strachan. And we should have said that it was a Polyjuice potion that it was that it was using <laughs> to be me because Polyjuice actually has Paul in it. And everything. Yeah, that, that, that does make sense. Uh, so anyway, your boring host is back. So this is our weekly ranking podcast. And it was actually my choice this week. So we're going to give our top 10 movies and TV shows in terms of soundtracks. Seems like quite a sound shout. What do you think, Paul? Yep. It's uh, definitely a curveball when it came to the rankings. I thought we were going to go pretty mainstream. But yep, that was a... A good wee curveball, and it's something a bit unknown for us, I'd say. There was a wee uh, hitch in the warm-up, Paul. You got a wee bit confused about what the the assignment was. Ah, I was only joking. That was, that was just a quick wee one. I divvied up for you. Strapping, what, was... what was it that Paul did? So, Paul <laughs> put in a list that said top 10 movie sounds, and it was like, <laughs> oh, somebody opening a bag of crisps and uh, Spider-Man 3 or something, and I was, I was howling. I was. Uh, I, I genuinely thought you'd made that mistake, but I, you, you got me good. That was funny. You got, you got me as well. It just seems like something Paul would do. I feel like we always start the podcast, whether it's just me and Paul, or Paul and someone else, or Paul's not there. We, we always start off by slagging off Paul, so we can have to... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out a way to slip in that you're a serial killer in this list. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be three times in a row now, wouldn't it? Right, let's get right on to it because, as usual, we don't want this to go on all night. So we're going to count down from 10 to 1 because that just makes sense. And we're just going to give brief reasons, although I was a bit of a swat and I've got two songs or three songs. Sometimes I can't read my handwriting that I like from the movie or TV show. So, Strachan, you're up first for your mm. number 10 as our guest. Sweet. So, my first movie is um, the only Martin Scorsese film in the list who he kind of, he's, he's got a good soundtrack in him, Martin Scorsese. They're all quite similar, but I just went for this one because partially because it's my favourite Scorsese film and also just because there's some really good tunes in it. It's Goodfellas. Um, my, one of my highlights is the the song that it starts with, Rags to Riches by Tony Bennett. It's like a kind of old school swing number and it's like it sounds really grand, but it's also got that kind of Italian-American mobster feel to it. So as soon as you kind of get into the movie with that song playing, you kind of feel like you're a mafia don yourself. So that's one of the reasons why I went for that one. And also because the movie goes through different periods in time, it always makes sure it has songs that are relevant to that time period, which is quite a common thing, but just the songs that they pick are really good. So that was my pick for number 10. I'm going to do my Colin thing and reveal that I've not seen Goodfellas. 
Oh Jesus! That's, <laughs> that's, you need to that's, that's, that's such a, that's such a becoming my thing. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, you've got a What's that, Paul? You've got a mighty long list. I'll tell you, you've still got Rebels to watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I was literally listening to the Batman review and the exact same argument. I, that's that's so my go-to response. <laughs> you need to watch Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't, don't worry, Colin. The good fellas thing, uh, the only good fellas I know is the pizza. So don't worry. <laughs> pizza is pretty good to prepare. Right, Paul, you're up next. What's your number 10? I thought it was you up next. I thought I was last. That's right. I'm having a, I'm having a nightmare here. <laughs> right, my list are always a wee bit random, but you may or may not disagree with this. Uh, number ten, I've actually went for an animated movie. Mm. Does anyone want to guess what it might be? Um, Toy Story. Nope. Frozen. Right, I've actually went and some of the songs I picked out. This is how I'm going to do. It. I'm going to do it in reverse. We've got a song called Invincible. We've got a song called Way Up. You'll, you would probably know them if you heard them. And also the the most overplayed one, Sunflower. I went for Into the Spideyverse. Because oh. I feel like you just can't watch that film without having a great time singing all the songs. Just having a having a good time. That movie is awesome and it's got a great soundtrack as well. That tune, uh, What's Up Danger as well. What's Up do you, Danger? Do you approve of my choice soundtrack? Yeah, I like that one. Very much. Yeah, I agree with that. That was a very, a very good choice. Oh, uh, that's uh, agrees with me. That's a first on seismic cinema. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul, you're actually up now this time. So, right, okay. Uh, for my number ten, I went for the soundtrack from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, good shout. Uh, I've seen yeah. that, Paul. I've seen that. Yes, that's one yeah. of. Them. One you don't need to the list. I've not seen that one, so I didn't what? This. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's actually a, a Gallus movie, to be fair. And the, yeah, the music's really good too. Like um they've got their own me kind of indie band and it's really heavy yeah. in the bass. And they've got a song about a garbage truck and it's just amazing. But uh even Brie Larson, I think they've got a band in it called like Clash of Demon Head or something. Um and he sang a, a song called Black Sheep. But I think in real life it's some I think metric that sings it. And that's a really good song as well. But throughout it's got a really good soundtrack and it's kinda like a like a homage to like video games and stuff as well throughout. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Number ten for me is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It's the guy from Superbad, isn't it? Michael yeah. Sierra. Does it not just remind you of Mikey? <laughs> he's he's a musician as well Michael said apparently he's a really talented yeah. musician too so maybe he had some nice. hand in that Paul I think we need to do an Edgar Wright film review, uh, ranking at one point you're up for that totally nice right Strachan you're up for number 9 so number 9 I have uh, it's kind of <clears> some <throat> of the movies that I've picked I've had to pick specific ones in a trilogy or a franchise just because I'm trying to think of like the best iterations of the yeah. song um, I went for Infinity War um, Avengers Infinity War the Avengers soundtrack is just epic like, like and I'm a sucker for epic soundtracks as you'll find as I'm going through the um, the list but I love the I love that but also there's a Guardians of the Galaxy song thrown in there um, when they first get introduced, the Rubber Man, 
which is like a nice little Motown number. So that's why I put that one in there over the other Avengers movies because they all have the epic Avengers soundtrack to them, but that also had a little Guardians of the Galaxy number in there. So, yeah, not really much else to say. It's got a little bit of Wakanda, a little bit of Guardians, and a little bit of the epic Avengers. So that's why I went for that one. Nice. Very nice. Right. Uh, my number eight, nine, sorry, I'm not going to have some nightmare tonight. Right, Paul, just, go this, to bed. just go to bed, uh, Paul. Yeah, I will, I will soon. So I picked two songs. You might not might not stand out to you right away if I say them. There's a song called Wash Away in my number nine. It's a TV show, by the way. Really nice song. I'll, I'll introduce you to it at some point if you don't know it. And there's also a, a classic song, Make Your Own Kind of Music. Are you familiar? Mm, not of it doesn't doesn't ring a bell to me. Make yet, your own not. kind of music. You know the one, that one. Have it, mm, no. Uh, it would help us to sing. <laughs> <laughs> my my number nine is Lost. Oh, see, I've not I've not seen Lost either. Me neither. And it's it's kind of understated. It's not like one you would immediately think of when you think of amazing soundtracks, but it is one of my favourite TV shows and there's just some amazing music in it, particularly Make Your Own Kind of Music, which became my kind of anthem during lockdown number one. Nice. Your anthem. <laughs> it was. I, I would just like jump about the house to that because I was stuck in the house. So, yeah, that was that. It doesn't nice. seem like a toe tapper. Oh, it's brilliant, by the way. After you finish, I'll stick it on. Okay. Yeah, you, you need to remind me because... I, I totally I can't remember anything you just said. Uh, make your own kind of music. Right, okay. I'll try and remember I'll send, that. I'll send you a picture of this at the end. Okay. Right, okay. No worries. Right, Paul, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine was just basically Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, any song out of it is like a classic. Yeah. Uh, and you can, like, they're all really good anthems. You could sing along to any of them, really. I can't because. I'm tone deaf, but um, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy for me because I just really like most like nine percent of the music is just gals out of it. What happened to the other one percent? Oh, that was a uh, a bad thing here. Right, okay. <laughs> right, uh, Strachan, you're up. You're up for number eight. So my number eight is I think the only yeah the only Quentin Tarantino movie I've got on the list. It's uh, Django Unchained. Um, I've seen that, I've seen that. Yeah, and it's one that you maybe wouldn't initially think of the soundtrack for, but I think, once you think about it, the soundtrack's actually class. It's got like a little bit of kind of old country western style, a little bit of blues in it, and it's got some modern like hip-hop in it too. So um, notable songs for me are the song at the start, which is just called Django. It's like like a proper like old western song. It's like Django, Django, all that stuff. And then there's a cool song as well with um, Rick Ross, a good rapper. It's called 100 Black Coffins. Like, I need 100 black coffins for 100 bad men. And uh, aye, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's mine, Django. Okay, two, two points here. I have seen that, but it was years ago, so I can't really remember the music. Also, I think Paul has to take a turn singing at some point because we've all done it. <laughs> I bet you were transported back to that with that absolutely accurate rendition I just gave there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that. I, I can I can remember the songs from the start that like you're talking about because it's kind of yeah. like, like kind of like telling the story, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's literally like the story of Django. 
And yeah. it's like, uh, he's just the guy that's singing it is going for it, man. It sounds so good. I love it. Yeah. Nah, good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Right. My, my number eight, it's not like there's specific songs. Like, I'll be honest, when I looked up the playlist on Spotify, I didn't really recognize the songs. But when I watched the film, I absolutely loved the soundtrack. Do you get what I mean by that? Like, I just absolutely had a great time listening to it, but I didn't necessarily mm. remember specific songs. Yeah. So, number eight, and I really hope you've seen this film, and if you haven't, you should watch it. A, a film by Edgar Wright called Baby Driver. I've heard of that. I've not seen it. Paul? I've watched it. Loved it. It's, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. The stu- you get what I mean? I, I can't think of specific songs from it, but when I watched it, just the soundtrack's a character. Like, it's literally the main character of the film. Yeah, because he drives about with his earphones in, doesn't he? Uh, he's a getaway driver and he's like quite socially awkward and he just yeah has his tunes on the whole time. It's a great tracking. Go on it, baby is, driver. Is it Ryan Gosling? No, it's not Ryan Gosling. Else? All right, okay. Uh, it's not a really famous guy. No, but it's a, it's it's a, probably is. It's got a seismic cinema guarantee there, Paul likes it as well. <laughs> he's called Ansel Elgar. Ansel Elgar. It actually was Ansel. a seismic suggestion a couple of weeks, uh, like last oh. week. I have no clue what Ansel Elgar is. That sounds like a planet from Star Wars. <laughs> no, that's that's the person. So yeah. Paul, it's, oh, sorry. it's got other good. It's got other good uh, actors as well, isn't it? It's got like John yeah, Hamm and stuff, isn't it? Lily James, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, nice. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Right, Paul, you're number eight. Uh, my number eight. Just uh, because it's kind of fresh in my mind and I've been doing some promos and stuff for it. Uh, I went for the theme from The Batman, which we just reviewed. I really I really like the music in it. Uh, so, like, just mainly the Batman theme and also the kind of Riddler's theme. I like that. Um, I, knew, I knew you were going to put Batman in. I just, I just knew it. Is it because I sung it last time? No, I just, uh, I just thought you would. You, you, you still seem quite buzzing about that film from two nights ago. Yeah, I kind of want to go see it again. Uh, I, I'm not going again. Just I can't, I couldn't sit that long <laughs> again, honestly. <laughs> I know. Uh, I loved it as well. That, but see as well, what I really like. I'm a big Nirvana fan, and it was like the only piece of like kind of other music they had in it was that something in the way by Nirvana. So when I heard that, because that's not like one of their biggest songs. I got like really excited. I was like tapping screens, like, oh my god, something in the way. I love this song. I got really excited. But the oh, soundtrack, yeah, that song, that's... Isn't it? yeah, and they did, they played it again at the end as well. Yeah, yeah. I I just love the music for that whole film, but Aye. yeah, definitely. So I, I had something about it. it. Like, even the fight scenes, it kind of, the fight scenes had scores that were kind of like more like horror movie. Yeah. I felt like, and it kind of added a little bit more intensity to the fight scenes, I thought. Yes, I like that text tracking. Uh, sorry, I was kind of hijacking your thing, but yeah. you just did a whole review that I've just listened to. And, like, you know, you ever listen to a review or, like, somebody, a podcast talking about something and you're, like, sitting there, like, oh, I want to say this and I want to say that. We, like, we do yeah. that every week. That's how we're making a living here. <laughs> so I was like, I had that. So as soon as I had a chance to talk about the Batman, I was like, oh, yes, uh, I just wanted to know this. But I, it was great. Loved yes. your review, guys. Anyway, Strack carry in. on with the podcast. Back in your number seven. All right, cool. I'll get to keep talking. Uh, so I went for, um, this is the only biopic of a musician that I went for in this list. It is uh, Walk the Line 
which is the biopic about Johnny Cash. And the reason I went for this one over maybe more obvious musician biopics that you know you would have thought I would like um, is because I was never majorly into country music or Johnny Cash before I watched this movie, but um, it proper turned me on to country music and to some great Johnny Cash songs, even some old ones. I'm going to bring up, there's a duet that uh, Johnny Cash and his second wife in the song sing, and I can't remember what the song's called right now, but it's a banger. And also Cry, Cry, Cry is a banger as well by Johnny Cash and the classic obvious one, Falls in Prison Blues. But yeah, that one actually opened up my whole mind to country music and like old school Johnny Cash. So yeah, that's why I'm going for that. I haven't actually seen that one. I've, I've not seen it, but I've heard good things. See the duet, is it something to do with like going to Jackson or something like that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's it's got it's uh, Reese Witherspoon's character yeah. and Johnny Cash. And it's got a great cast as well. It's got Joaquin Phoenix that plays uh, Johnny Cash, who's obviously an incredible actor. And uh aye, it's really, really good. Yeah, I've heard good things. I've like I, I like most Johnny Cash songs as well. When I hear Ring yeah. of Fire when I hear Ring of Fire, all I can hear is Callum Go breathing it right enough. <laughs> There's a little uh, Mary Street Bowls connection there, me and Paul just had on the podcast. Nice. Maybe we can start a bowling podcast, Paul. Right, back on, back on track, folks. Back on track. That's, my job is the back on track guy. Right, my number seven yet is my second TV show, and all of not all of the songs, but quite a lot of the songs have a wee bit of a certain theme to them. I'll give you an example: "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked," and. I can't read the next one because my writing's horrendous. Anyway, number seven, I went for the angel turned devil turned police detective, Lucifer. Oh, nice. I was like, this, this TV show's so long. Why is it <laughs> such a long title? <laughs> no, it's just called Lucifer. Paul's watched a couple of seasons of it. It seems like you haven't watched any of it just from your reactions tracking, but it has, it has an amazing soundtrack. Just uh, like another show that I like, there's a lot of just really artists and songs I wouldn't have wouldn't have known before that I've kind of, mm-hmm. that I've got to know through it and again it's, it's just a big part of the show, like Lucifer plays the piano a lot and Tom Ellis, the, the lead actor, he he's, he sings, he does his own he does, he does, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't fake the music, he sings the music, <laughs> he sings the music um, <laughs> nice. but I don't know, Paul, you've seen Lucifer. Do you agree that there's a pretty good soundtrack? Yeah, I actually forgot that they had all the singing and stuff in it. But yeah, it's like really it's really classy and you're saying Tom Ellis has got a great voice in that as well. Um yeah, I I totally agree with that choice. I'm glad, Luc- I'm, glad you, I'm glad you recognise uh, it. Lucifer the cat because music is a massive thing for me, particularly in terms of T V shows, it is a, a really big uh, sell for me. But so something that's quite interesting is that Lucifer, the character, didn't originally play piano. It was just because Tom Ellis, I think there was a piano on set, and he just went down and started playing piano, and then they factored it into the show. So that was quite interesting how it came about. That's cool. Uh, Lucifer's another show that I've not seen, but I've heard good uh, things about I it. I absolutely loved it. Like, I, the kind of case of the day, the, like, the, the episode, <laughs> do you know how you get like, a case per episode in these kind of shows? They're yeah. not always that interesting, but it has an overarching story that keeps you engrossed and really great characters and music, as we've said. 
So I'm actually enjoying tonight so much because Paul's actually quite enjoying my choices tonight instead of like giving me abuse. So <laughs> you're starting to redeem yourself after Scar and the villain. Yeah, Lincoln. Wait till you see my number six. Right, <laughs> Paul, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is the classic score from Halloween movie in 1978. Uh, it's the old the old piano uh, theme. That John Carpenter, uh, I think he wrote and played it. Well, because it was a kind of small budget kind of movie. Um, but do you, do you know what, what I'm talking about? I've mm-hmm. not seen Halloween yet, as I said, but it's been mentioned so many times in the last few weeks. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, I think uh, I think you've probably seen it in a couple of promos and that we've done as well. Like that's the kind of theme, the main theme for Michael Myers and Halloween, and I even just even even just like. I kind of you get the screeching noises when uh, there's something tense is about to happen. So, yeah, I went for number seven, Halloween. Nice. And Strachan, what's your number number six? So, my number six. If you know me, you might think this is maybe a little bit low for this placement, but I went for Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Um, okay. The reason why I chose the Two Towers specifically is because they introduced the theme for Rohan, and I can't remember if the Rohan theme is in The, the Return of the King as well. But I love, obviously, the main theme um, for The Two Towers, is, or so Lord of the Rings, is so iconic. Everybody knows it. And then all the Hobbit music as well. I don't know if there's Hobbit music in this one, so it's hard. It's, it's a toss-up between The Fellowship of the Ring and The Two Towers because... The Fellowship of the Ring has all the Shire music and Hobbit music, but then the Two Towers has Rohan, so it's hard. But it's just so epic. Uh, Howard Shore's score is amazing, and I'm also buzzing to find out that he's involved with the score for the TV show as well. So that We're going to be reviewing that in September. Awesome. I will be listening, or I don't know, maybe I'll get an invite to an episode or two. That would be nice. But um, yeah, yeah um, no, I absolutely love Lord of the Rings, uh, and yeah, I See, now I've started talking about it, I'm starting to think more Fellowship, because the Hobbit music is so good. Like, every time, I actually get emotional whenever I hear that. So I'm going to change it. Fellowship of the Ring. That's what we're going for. This is a minor spo- spoiler for later, Strachan, but I actually put a Lord of the Rings film in my honourable mentions. I've got quite a few, so mm-hmm. I don't mind sharing one. It, mm-hmm. It's actually a bit of two, because I couldn't remember what they came from. I love mm-hmm. the song, the Ed Sheeran song, I See Fire, that's in Des- is it Desolation of Smog. Yeah. And I really love the one because I've listened to it so many times. It's the, is it the Battle of the Five Armies? It's like Billy Boyd and someone else. You know yeah, and final goodbye. The last final last goodbye. Hey, last goodbye yeah. or final goodbye. Yeah, I love those two songs. So I actually put yeah. the Hobbit or one of the Hobbits as a honourable mention. Yeah, I've I've got uh, the Hobbit as a honourable mention as well because I love the. I actually love the main theme of the Hobbit as well. It's really good, really underrated. But um, I, aye, there's just too many epic ones out there. I quite like, I quite like the they're taking the hobbits to Isengard, happy hardcore remix like that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet classic. you any of any of your American friends of the show hear the words "happy hardcore" and like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's definitely not porn. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, my number six. Two of the songs from it, Stuck in the Middle with You, and my current favourite song, 
son of the preacher man or son of a preacher man that would make more sense um my number six is pulp fiction oh i guessed that right in my head i thought you were gonna ask us and i guessed it right so i only watched it for the first time maybe a month or a couple of months ago but i really really enjoyed it and again like most things on this list i thought the music really stood out and there's I particularly see John Travolta when he's dancing in the kind of diner that has some really good uh, music as well. So I really, that, when I was coming up this list, I just kind of sat there and thought, right, what what films and shows did I watch that it just, I came away from it with the music being like the main thing and, and Pulp Fiction was up there. No. Paul, am I still winning? You're still winning. You're still, you're still on track for good things. Spot, no, no. <laughs> so what's your number six? Uh, man, I feel bad because you've got really good, really good things in your list. I, I really should have, <laughs> I really should have done, done more. I think instead of waiting twenty minutes for the podcast to do a list. Um, <laughs> so my number six is I've gone for the soundtrack of the movie Tron. Hmm. Don't know if you have you seen, seen it. That, no. I've not so, seen it, but I've heard some of the music from it because I like Daft Punk. Yeah, so basically the whole, uh, the whole soundtrack of it is is done by Daft Punk, and I absolutely love Daft Punk. I wish I'd seen them live before they decided to not do it anymore. But um, yeah, the whole the whole thing, just electronic music, uh, every scene in the movie is just matched so perfectly by the music. Um, like the introduced characters, I think it's Rinsler, I think his name was, and it just takes such a dark undertone. But it's all like violins and stuff like that as well. It goes really epic a lot of the time, and I really like the soundtrack. Didn't quite like the movie, but the soundtrack was really good. It's weird when you like a soundtrack more than the movie, but yeah, really liked it. So I that's my number. I think that's what this list is all about. That's yeah, not it's not true. It enhances, enhances yeah. the experience. Well, it needed a lot of a hands in that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, number six uh, for Tron. Okay, striking number five. So my number five is the top of the list for my sort of epic soundtracks. Um, this one is probably not my most favourite franchise, although I do love it and I do think it's a bit underrated. Um, I went for Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, because I just I, rem- I remember watching that movie for the first time. In fact, you know what? I'm so sorry. I've skipped one. That's my number four. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so just, do, just, just just reverse and then talk about it more when you get to it. Yeah, cool. That's fine. So do you want me to just tell you what my actual number five is? Yeah. Yeah, so my actual number five is uh, The Phantom Menace, which nice. is probably quite a surprise because you know I'm not only not a sequels guy with Star Wars, I'm also not much of a prequels guy. What? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We can we can talk about this maybe in a future episode one day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, I, I can't deny though the jewel of the fates is unbelievable. I just like the one memory that I have from that movie is when I came out from watching it and singing that like basically audibly humming that to myself, jumping about, pretending I had a lightsaber in my hand, walking out the cinema in Glasgow. My mum and dad watching me, thinking, "Wow, we've got such a strange child." <laughs> but I was, I was absolutely loving it. Um, so yeah, the, I had... this is actually the 3D release since 2013. 
yeah. <laughs> I, I was like 15. Um, but nah, the, yeah, that, like, obviously Star Wars has got so much iconic music and I could have put any Star Wars one in there, but I just thought Duel of the Fates was like, Star, Star Wars already had iconic music and then um, I can't remember the composer's name right now. Um, I know that's probably really bad because he's famous, but um, it was like how... John Williams. John Williams, yeah. How is he able to elevate that score and he managed to do it? It's just a shame. Unfortunately, the rest of the movie did not live up to the soundtrack, but um, I'll, I'll not say any more on that. <laughs> okay. Stracken. Hey, yes. How, how how much chills did you get when you heard it in the Kenobi trailer? Uh, very a lot, a lot. Uh, that very, looks epic, by the way. I'm so excited for that. Very a lot, very a lot. I was so excited that I couldn't even speak properly. <laughs> happens to me all the time, mate. <laughs> I was going to say that happens to Paul all the time. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Number five for me, maybe a bit um, out there. Well, maybe not out there. One of the songs is "I'm Free." One of the songs is Loaded, and the film, which I thought had a great soundtrack, and I actually bought the CD of it, The World's End. Another Edgar Wright movie. I'm surprised I didn't predict that, but as soon as you said Loaded, I knew that, because yeah. I only know that song well because of your love for that movie. Yeah. As a, again, a big character in the movie, like the kind of car journey at the star and the kind of action scenes and I, I just really enjoyed the music. There's one where there I sing it quite a lot if I'm on a night out it was a show me the way to the next whiskey bar I can't actually remember what the song was called but it was good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah World's Ed number 5 for me nice rendition I like that thanks um, so we're still awaiting your song Paul so. <laughs> you'll be waiting a long bloody time uh, hey, so number five, I'll do. I'll do what Cologne's been doing. Uh, one of the songs is "Whatever It Takes." One of the songs is called "Judgment Day," and one of the songs is called "Waves." Whatever it takes is that uh, Imagine Dragons? Could be. Is this suits? It is suits. Ding ding, uh, you win. Nice, what a win. My respect for five minutes. You win my respect <laughs> for putting suits in your list. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got an epic. It's, it's just great. It's got so many great tracks on it. Um, Don't think I, suits, suits, they? I have not. It's, it's one for the list. I'm, I'm, I'm quite, kind of like Colin. Like, there's a lot of things I've not seen that I need to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just finding the time, isn't it, really? Just like Rebels. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and see see the problem is as well, like I'm one of them people that will watch the same thing over and over again. Like I've watched like uh I remember there was there's like there's less meme between me and uh one of my friends Natalie that I've only ever seen like Rush Hour trilogy and Elf <laughs> because <laughs> she came to my house one time for a party and then the day after a few of us wanted to watch a movie and that was the only two movies I had at the time. Oh. And uh <laughs> I but like oh, I'm somebody like I've watched Elf so many times I've watched all the Rush Hours loads of times like and I do like rewatches of like different trilogies each year so I I could I could actually be watching other things but I tend to just rewatch the same things I love over and over again Paul well, did you have anything else to add about Suits because I cut you off because I got excited you'd mention Suits <laughs> yeah no I was just going to say like um, <laughs> like even from the opening title, title it's uh, Greenback Boogie uh, isn't it that's my alarm clock is it oh 
But I think that'd be too much for me. But yeah, like throughout the whole series, there's just great music throughout. Like all of the music I never thought I'd really listen to. Yeah. But uh, these are the three I think I got. Like as soon as I heard them, put them straight on my phone because I really liked them. Mm. Uh, especially that um, Judgment Day by Stealth. Oh, I love, when, ju- I love Judgment Day. Yeah, when Mike's trying to stop. Uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Not that case, but spoilers. Elevator scene. Elevator scene. Yeah. So yeah, number five, the ever great suits. For to do about thirty five minutes, we're at thirty two minutes, and we've still got four to go. So that's not happening. So we'll just kick on. Um, Strapping, you want to give the reason for your number four that you accidentally revealed? Yeah. So I'll keep it brief, as you already know. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. The main thing was the main theme is incredible. There's also like a really nice theme as well that I've just remembered. It's like uh, that's really fun too. Um, but no, I, I just remember watching it, me and Jamie Malik watching it in the cinema for the first time. And we both became obsessed with Captain Jack Sparrow when that main theme started playing and he was jumping about, dodging bullets and all that. Oh, such good memories. What, so, Jamie, yeah, Jamie or Jack Sparrow? Um, both. Baby, have you got like a deal with some of your pals to name drop as many as you can? That's the I know. I, 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 I just like to name drop them because I know like they'll listen and be like, "Oh, you name dropped me in this episode," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, baby, it's just a nice little thing to do for them." Right, my number four was one that somebody accused me of earlier. Strange things, and you've got a friend in me. Toy Story oh. one. Nice. Don't let don't let anyone tell. Don't let anyone shoot me down here because that is like the iconic theme, like childhood onwards. Like, you can't hear those songs and not get really emotional. Yeah, Toy Story. That's, that's all I'm saying. Toy Story 1 theme. Paul's awesome. going Paul's gonna to say something here, but we'll wait. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> on. You know me, I love Toy Story, so it was Randy Newman that did basically the whole, whole like all the music for Toy Story, wasn't it? Pass. Yeah, it I was Randy it was, Newman. Yeah. It was, and he had bangers in there. Strange things are happening to me as well. That's a good one. Strange... That was, that's the one I I just called it Strange Things. I just assumed that's what it was called. Yeah. I keep going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've just been doing it because it seems it seemed topical. Right, uh, Paul, you're number four. Uh, I went for the theme from The Mandalorian by Ludwig Göransson. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I think when I first heard it, uh, I think I just got a wee bit, a wee tiny bit obsessed by it. Nice. And there's like so many different versions of it. I've heard like um, like synthwave versions of it and live orchestra versions of it and like everyone is just brilliant and I just I just love it so yeah went for number four the theme from the Mandalorian Paul did you ever watch the thing the kind of behind the scenes thing on Disney Plus where they showed how he created the music Uh, was that in season one or season two I don't know which one it was but there's an episode all about the music with uh, shows how he created all the different sounds with different instruments and stuff you should watch it I don't know if I've seen that one. I've seen more. I've seen one of the things, but I must have missed that one. But yeah, I, I think it's just he's a really good composer, and yeah, I just love the love the theme, love the theme. Very nice, Strachan. What's your number three? So my number three 
um, is a Jack Black movie. Um, I'll do what you've been doing and see if you can get it from these these ones. Um, Masculine Exploder. Let's go No, not Skill of Rock. It's um, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Um, the songs are hard rocking. They're hilarious. The movie's hilarious. I, I would sing some of the songs, but everyone I can think of has got some rude words in it. So, but uh, yeah, that is a movie. If you've not seen it, it's a cult classic. It's so so good. Um, Dave Grohl makes a cameo appearance. Ben Stiller nice. makes a cameo appearance. Rock and it's, roll. Uh, yeah, it's very rock. It's very roll, and it's uh, very great. So yeah, that's my that's my number three. I've not seen that one. Um, my number three. I'm going to sing please as well because I know Paul's enjoying that. The bed is on fire with passion and love. American oh, Pie one. The neighbors complain about the noises. Of the... Right, let's cut it there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I was, I was mean, making a... and sing that, and then as soon as you said cut it there, I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. American Pie one. <laughs> um, American Pie is actually, I don't know if it's that one specifically, but I'm a big fan of Three Doors Down, American band, and they've actually got quite a few songs dotted around a American Pie, as was Matchbox 20. And I just think American Pie is just absolutely iconic. And yeah, I don't think there's much else to say there. I'm glad yeah. I, th- I thought of American Pie later on because I made like a short list in my head and then I wrote them down and I was about to go to sleep last night. I was like, American Pie. And I, was like, I made a mental note. Yeah, I was thinking that earlier and I, could just, I couldn't get my head past the Stifler dance-off and the music in that and I couldn't remember any other music in it. <laughs> Yeah. Right, Paul, what's your number three? Uh, my number three. Are you, are you going to sing for us at some point, by the way? I just sing that song. Oh, yeah. See <laughs> And you shall never hear that ever again. <laughs> Plus the three I've got, I don't think I have words in the last three, so. Right. Um, number three is the soundtrack to the movie Fury. I don't know if you've seen that. Not seen that, no. I have not. It's a it's basically it's a World War Two uh, action movie with Brad Pitt and like Shia LaBeouf. Um, the fellow plays a Punisher. And I can't remember his name. John Bernthal, he's in it as well. Uh, but basically, the whole soundtrack is like haunting. Like it's like epic scores, but it's all. Um, violins it's just so it's it feels like really sad but really epic there's a song in particular i think it's called norman i'm not just name dropping that because my dog's called norman but um <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's, it's the main song that i really enjoy well, not enjoyed but i associate with the movie is called norman and it's just a really haunting uh score and that's done by Stephen Paul. He does like some other films as well, but uh, yeah, I went for number three Fury because I just it's something that really just sticks out in my mind as a a really kind of well crafted song. I I thought that was a uh, Samuel Jackson's uh, solo movie name to you that I missed. Oh, good one. Thanks. <laughs> Stracken number two. So, my number two, it was very hard for me to pick um, one of two movies here, but um, I managed to narrow it down. 
Uh, I went for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2. Um, oh, the, the main reason why I went for Volume 2, because volume, volume 1 is obviously awesome as well. Like the scene at the start with uh, Redbone, Come and Get Your Love, and uh, Peter Quill's kicking all the mad rat things and stuff. That's mm-hmm. epic. But I think the reason why, there's just more songs in Volume 2 that I really like. Uh, like Looking Glass, Brandy is a great song. Um, and then at the end, when I can't, I can't remember the song off the top of my head, it was uh, about being a dad or something, and it was uh, I, I was about to spoil it actually, but it's a sad moment, and there's a really nice song that plays at the end. And I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, aye, that's a good, good subtle way of, of hinting it without spoiling it. But um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was just a really sad moment, and it properly moved me. And but the and you talk about characters or the soundtracks being characters in a movie, like. That's like the soundtrack of those movies is actually like a plot point at times. Yeah. Obviously, with Peter Quill's uh, cassette tape that, like you know, was gifted to him by his mum, and that's why he has so much connection with the the, the music. And having like a space odyssey with like seventies music in it is such a good idea. But there's like ev- like Paul said earlier, every single song in both of those movies is a straight banger. So yeah, that's why I went for that. My last two are going to be pretty quick. My number two is Suits. So Suits is making its second appearance. It's genuinely the... I just became absolutely obsessed with this show. I've actually been to the foyer of where it's filmed in Toronto, which is my claim to fame. Um, And just, as Paul said earlier, just so many great songs. Judgment Day, uh, Greenback Boogie. There's also a band... Is it it Calio, Paul? It's like... Way down we go. Do you know what I mean? No, uh, I can vaguely remember it. Is can't remember. It? I can't really. And there's a guy called Barnes Courtney as well. Have you heard of him? It's like Fire. No, no wait, that's not from that show. But there's another song that's in suits. Anyway, the the soundtrack is like it's all on Spotify. Like it's just brilliant. And Harvey's written to his blues and everything, and he plays the records in his office. So it, it is a big character trait for for Harvey. Harvey Specter in the show as well. My favourite TV show, well, hopefully that's not a spoiler for future rankings, but uh, a fantastic soundtrack. <laughs> um, so we're on number two. Yep. Uh, my number two was the theme for the movie The Rock. I know you've not seen it, Colin, because you mentioned this in the, the Villains episode. Right. Have you seen, have you seen it, uh, Strachan? Uh, I don't think so. The Rock? No, I've not seen that. Yeah, it's a, it's like a kind of, I think it's, I think it's a nineties action movie with uh, Nicholas Cage and Ed Harris and Sean Connery and that. So, nice. But yeah, so the main composer for this was Hans Zimmer, and he's done a lot more recently. Um, he done a lot of composing for the like Call of Duty games, like Modern Warfare Two, um, and he's done like I think some of the DC uh, music as well. And the, I think there's a Man of Steel. He's done quite a lot of music, and maybe Wonder Woman as well. I'm not quite sure. I've, I've definitely heard of him. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's a big, big composer and and yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. So he did the Rock, and it's just it's just a really great kind of military themed kind of music. It's all all drums and trumpets and stuff, and it really gets the adrenaline going when you're watching the movie. Um, and it really plays a big part in my enjoyment in the movie as well. So yeah, I went for. Uh, the theme for the movie The Rock. Nice. 
Right, with after we finally made it to our last one, Strachan, what's your number one? So my number one um, is School of Rock. So <laughs> you uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier, like you could probably <laughs> tell, massive fan of Jack Black. Um, and I'm more known for liking hip hop, but I'm a big, big fan of rock music as well. And there's so many classic rock songs in this movie. Um, they even got Led Zeppelin to do a song, which is notoriously hard to do in terms of like getting their rights to songs. But they even introduced me to some songs like Substitute by the Who, that's a classic song, and then also their original songs from the movie as well. If you want to be a teacher's pet, baby, you just better forget. Oh, so good, can't, can't get any better than that. Can I just uh, point out uh, another friend of the channel, Blair McComb, did a fantastic performance of this. Did he? Point in, in life, yeah, in the school oh, show. Oh, man, I wish I got the opportunity to do that. <clears throat> it, was, it was amazing. Nice. My number one is a bit of an anticlimax. It is one of the first films I think of when I think of music, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but volume one, which is already, I'm not really going to talk much about it, but just... Such a feel-good movie, like, from start to finish, from the first scene with Star-Lord to the last scene with Baby Groot. It's just, a, uh, just, like, you could never tire of watching Guardians of the Galaxy. No, yeah. What did you guys say at the end? Is it uh, Hanson? It's, uh, I Want You Back. Yeah. 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 And then that's another one that I forgot about as well. The start of Volume 2 is the Electric Light Orchestra. Um, what's that song? Do, 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 do. Dude, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, that's it, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a classic tune as well. So, so many good songs. Imagine a road trip, just listen to all the soundtracks of all these shows and films we've mentioned. That'd be good. Yeah, I, I always thought it'd be fun. really good to have like some sort of like uh, getting all local bands and stuff like that to do a performance, but just they all have to play Guardians of the Galaxy songs. I thought that'd be so cool. <laughs> right, Paul, you're last up. So, what's your first choice? Uh, I went for the soundtrack. You've not seen it, Colin. I know this, but uh, the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on your list. Um, it's the soundtrack for John Wick, uh, the first movie. Yeah, I'm quite keen to watch that. Have I you seen the... about that? Oh, seen I have not. That? Yeah, I'm, I suck as well. But I know my pals. Uh, not to name drop again, but uh, my Stop name dropping. Scott uh, and uh, Jamie both obsessed with John Wick. So. Yeah, it's an awesome movie, movie. And I think most of the songs are done by a, a band called, well, I think it's a band, it's, it's called Le Castlevania. And it's all like kind of electronic. And it really adds a different dimension to the movie, especially in like the action scenes and stuff. Uh, when he's ripping through people and it's just this banging music. And uh, yeah, as soon as I heard that, I think I downloaded most of the soundtrack to my phone anyway. So uh, yeah, my number one is. John Wick. Awesome. Very nice. Well, folks, half of one really enjoyed that. There was a real variety there, and I think we're all quite happy. Like, obviously, there were some films and shows that some of us haven't seen, but I think it was was good. Yeah, yeah for sure. We do, we do an honourable mention. <clears throat> yeah, we'll do a few honourable mentions. So, Strachan, do I just rattle through any you've got? Yeah, just a couple. Um, I forgot that TV shows were included in this until uh, before we kind of did the show just before. So uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Breaking Bad. I think that's got a great soundtrack. It's obviously an amazing <clears> TV show. 
but a great soundtrack. I mentioned The Hobbit as well, and then uh, <laughs> you're literally getting sick of a name dropping, but literally before this, Natalie wanted me to mention 500 Days of Summer. Apparently, I've not seen the movie, but I've heard it's got a brilliant soundtrack. And uh, for any listeners that have seen it, there's a shout-out to it from there a person you that you don't know. <laughs> uh, I've got a few. I just turned out Paul this one, although it's not untrue. Lion King has a great soundtrack, let's be honest. It does. I'll give you that. Uh, I don't know if any either of you have seen this, but Sex Education has a great soundtrack, the Netflix show. Nice. No, I've not seen that. Uh, not seen it, but sounds Just funny. a couple of uh, banging tunes. The the internship, I think it's got some, some really good music. Yeah. Uh, oh, what do, what do they play in that? They've got uh, Ironic and the car scene at the start. There's a the song. Get mix. Yeah, there's another song. I, I can't really remember the names of them as such, but like I know them to hear if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I also put down Paul. <laughs> Actually, Paul, Paul the movie <laughs> with the alien. I think it's got a great soundtrack. You know the song. You know the song at the end. It goes, "You make me feel." You know the one in the closing credits. I don't oh, know. Years. I can't remember. It, it's got really good music, and I also put down the Hobbit. I just wanted to point out that I went more for soundtracks where it's like existing songs played in the movies I thought about putting in like the Harry Potter Star Wars but I talk about them so much and other things I kind of wanted to just stay away from that kind of stuff for this you know. I, I forgot one by the way to shout out as well uh, Happy Gilmore's got an incredible soundtrack and nice. um, Adam Sandler movies I think Adam Sandler must play a hand in the soundtracks because they all have kind of similar vibes and they all have pretty good soundtracks Good classic rock music from the seventies and eighties. Uh, so yeah, that's just another quick shout out. Sorry. Nice. And Paul, are you any honourable mentions there? Well, you barely had a list. So yeah, well, due, due, <laughs> uh, due to me winging it, um, all I've got written down is Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Game yeah. of Thrones was on my list somewhere. I just kind of missed it. Yeah, so it's just like you know, like the opening tune, and there's one song that I really like, and it's like. Like ten minutes long or something. It's uh, I think it's called Light of the Seven, um, and yeah, that that song kind of it's like a really slow burning, and then it gets really, really epic towards the end. And I, I wonder how many times you said epic through this whole <laughs> this whole podcast. Um, talk about talk talk about epicness. Did you enjoy Ed Sheeran's cameo and song in Game of Thrones? I did not, <laughs> and I love Ed Sheeran, <laughs> but no. <laughs> Right, he, he obviously, like, he obviously like did better. He obviously did better in the Hobbit than he did in Game of Thrones. Then. He definitely did. Yeah, I think he stayed alive longer than most of the main characters. Anyway. <laughs> right. So, Paul, is it me? Is it you? Who's doing the the social media plugs? Oh, you do. You sing it. Okay. Why don't you sing it? No, I'm <laughs> going to sing something else. We're going to sing something else at the end. But okay, so we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel, all under Seismic Cinema, in terms of where you can listen to the podcasts. You can listen to them on Spotify, Anchor, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm actually pointing with my fingers because it's helping me like, remember all the different places we're on because we're really, we're really popular. So that's all the places you can find us. Paul, Good since I did the heavy lifting there, can you tell our watchers and listeners what's up next week? You forgot Good Pods. I said good pods. Oh, okay. Um, What's up next week? 
or sorry, not next week. What's up on Thursday then? Next Tuesday. <clears throat> uh, so the ranking next Tuesday, I took a wee bit of inspiration um, from our friend Ryan at uh, Thoughts About Star Wars, which is also another. Will you stop shouting out your friends? <laughs> sorry, no, I can I can resist. Colin, you just need to deal with the fact that we've got more friends than you. Yeah, yeah, I know. So basically, basically he did a a wee episode for International Women's Day. uh, He spotlighted spotlighted Asajj Ventress um, from the Star Wars series. It was a really great episode. And so I thought, you know what, next week, why don't we do a top 10 top uh, top female leading roles? Or lead actresses, lead roles. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to slumber in that title of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Leading, we'll go for top ten leading roles. I'll say top ten female leading roles. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting so confused. I, I, I was like, oh, you like, forgot top, top ten filled roles. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon roll. Well, you forgot the Thursday. Ham and cheese. Um, That's next Tuesday. <laughs> so we're doing that. It's getting released on... When is that? Next Monday? Yeah. And what's on this Thursday, though? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. This Thursday. I'm to- I've totally lost my, my evening. <laughs> what's, um, our, what's our review next week? We are reviewing Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. Uh, and we are joined by our special guest Daniel Hassan again. Um, so hopefully that'd be a good one. I'm not, I've not seen it yet. Watched about half of it, so I've hopefully get there. But I, um, another friend of friend of the channel also mentioned it to me. I'm not going to name drop because I'm not that guy. Sure. Right, and also, I thought also, we would. Sorry. Also, also um, a gentleman was requested by Stuart Smith. Big fan of the channel. Yeah, so just uh, we mentioned there for him as well. Okay, so as this is our basically our musical episode of the season, I thought it'd be really great if I know he knows the, I know he knows our our tagline. Strachan does. I was wondering if Strachan could put the tagline into a wee song for us just to finish it off. Hey, Colin. The power of escapism, baby. <laughs> it still makes me think of that bit from Daddy's Home. <laughs> <laughs> the panda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'd just like to thank, uh, I mean, Paul, both like to thank uh, Andrew Strachan again for joining us from Strachan's podcast. Strachan, since you're here, um, do you want to tell our listeners and watchers about your your next episode thank you yes um so i've currently got an episode out right now episode one with my flatmate cammy who's had an incredible story he's got a rare disease go watch that um in a couple of weeks episode two is coming out i do one episode a month at the moment um and i'm going to be getting my good friend gordon the guru um who has personally helped me and people i know through our mental health challenges so we're going to talk to him he's got a great story he's got he's got answered some questions from the audience he's helping he's helping everyone um also i've got a big guest i'm going to be announcing very soon as well big 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 guest so stay tuned for that and um, we're on I youtube think, and we're on spotify i think um, i know them 
Yeah, you you already know. You are in the inner circle, so you know already. Right. I think a nice way to just round off the podcast, I think Paul's going to give us a wee song. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that is a perfect way to end it. Thank you all for listening, and goodbye. See you later. Bye.